Hola familia, welcome to Hey Titi, a podcast where you sit down with your favorite auntie and chat about life with a dash of advice, a sprinkle of tips, and let's not forget that adobo, that official sazon of Latinx flair. Así que vamos a empezar. Bienvenidos a Hey Titi. Hola familia, this is Titi Jesse here. Thank you so much for listening, for subscribing, for doing all the things, hitting all the buttons. Just know that I love and appreciate everything that you do. Thank you so much for your support. You doing you helps me do me. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, just really quick, I want to give a super special shout out to Soul Sister Sunday's podcast for giving me some love on the social medias and on the uh, Spotify. If you haven't already, please go check out their podcast they are very inspirational and it's it's they're great to listen to they have great banter between one another so but before you leave this one to go listen to that podcast <laughs> uh, and today today is a solo episode and you know what that means this is going to be a quick and sabroso episodio in today's episode i'm going to be discussing mindset and wait before you turn this off right uh, I want you to stay and listen because the purpose of this episode is to provide you with tips and tricks to help develop your mindset based on a particular goal. But before we do that, I have a quote to help you get started. Great works are performed not by strength, but by perseverance. Las grandes obras no se realizan con fuerza, sino con perseverancia. Samuel J Johnson. I almost said Jackson. <laughs> Samuel Johnson. <laughs> Um, now I know that that quote may sound cringy or corny, like a bad self-help poster in your kid's guidance office with a picture of like a sad cat reaching for a fishbowl. And I'm sure you've seen it in the kid's classroom or maybe you saw in a doctor's office or a clinic, you know, those really cringy posters, uh, this idea that you can achieve something through sheer perseverance and, you know, like, yeah, you could do it. That idea comes from something you may have heard before. While it may seem cringy on a poster, and I can admit it is, this idea of keep going, you got this, comes from this word called mindset. What is mindset, you may ask? Mindset, as defined by Webster's Dictionary states, mindset is a belief that orients the way we handle situations the way we sort out what is going on and what we should do. Our mindset helps us spot opportunities, but they can also trap us in self-defeating cycles. Oof, no one likes that. Mindset is as simple as it sounds, but in all honesty, especially when you're an adult with some adult-ish to take care of, this idea can sometimes seem unattainable or unlikely. If you're like me, you probably are thinking, okay, like, well, that may be scenario dependent. I mean, especially depending on the time, day, week, or year. And I know that, especially in January when it feels like there's 55 days and the days are still too short and, oh, I just got my back. Ugh, I totally get it. But when I mention that, word scenario dependent I just want to take a brief second and say that those scenarios are person dependent right meaning your experience in life is different from my experience in life so you may be thinking or not how can she know how I would respond to a situation and let me just begin by saying you're right 
I don't know all the scenarios that can be affecting you. I do not know who you are, your background, the circumstances that you shape you. But I can tell you who knows you. You know you. You know how you would respond in this scenario. And knowing that, let's use this as a starting point. You know you, and I want you to self-reflect. As I'm saying that, in the realm of mindset, there is this belief that we are built to either be of a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. Yeah, it sounds like it could be polarizing, right? It's one end or the other. Fixed is exactly what it sounds like. Fixed means you have one belief in an idea and it will be changed and you do not foresee it being changed, right? As black is black, right? As white is white. You see it a particular way. A growth mindset is when you are able to learn and grow regardless of the circumstances. It is a way to view an obstacle, not so much as something that will stop you, but as something you can overcome. Although the belief is that you can be of one or the other mindset, at least that's what it kind of sounds like when people discuss the two types of mindset, as if you can only be one or the other. I do not want to subscribe to this idea of you can either be of a growth or fixed mindset. I think we can be degrees of both and can vary on the spectrum between growth versus fix, right? Especially because, as I mentioned earlier, all of us come from different backgrounds that have shaped us, different experiences that shape us. And I don't know if you can necessarily be totally fixed or totally of growth because every situation you've ever been in has shaped you. And sometimes it's a lot of survival instincts to kick in that stop you from doing certain things, right? Nonetheless, I do believe we can do things to develop a more growth-like mindset when it comes to acquiring a skill or a goal. Also in saying that, I know I sound like I'm giving like a lot of caution, right? But also in saying that, I don't want to come across as having found the holy grail for success. But I can say that it is a start. I do not have all the answers. I'm still working on this myself. But I can say if you are here and you want a different outcome in life you, and, or, in, or you are looking for the way or you, or you are looking for a way to make a difference in your life or those around you, then take the first step with a growth mindset. I'd like to provide some scenarios for you to reflect on before really talking about a growth mindset because you may not know necessarily what that may look like. So I'm going to give you some scenarios. And by doing this, you can sort of apply this notion of fixed versus growth to see if you lean more towards one or the other. Right. And I'm going to give you two scenarios again for brevity's sake. Scenario one, you're late for work. You're stressed out. You're rushing. You got to get out the door. Maybe you got a meeting to get to. Maybe you have a doctor's appointment to get to. Maybe there's something that you are rushing to get to, but you're late already. We've all had this happen to us. Maybe you have kids or in this case, like me, you have three dogs and have to get to work with what seems like nearly impossible odds. Like you're really cutting it close or you're going to miss the mark totally. I want you to think, how would you react? What would you say? Would you curse and get angry and blame the dreaded traffic and the stupid alarm clock and, uh, and all now your day's ruined. 
That's it. I hate this day. This day don't know me. Uh. Or would you brush it off? Thanking God, the high heavens, that your boss was not standing next to that sign-in sheet. And he's nowhere, he or she is nowhere near to see if you're late. All the while, you're also reminding yourself the reason why you were late and that you need to take steps towards making sure that you're not late the next day, right? Like set your alarm clock, make sure to go to bed a little early. You might be missing that new episode of Euphoria. Oh, love that show. Sorry, Zendaya. And you got to miss it because in order for you to start the day tomorrow better off, you have to make sure that you do certain things to get it started on a better foot. Right? Think about that. Which one are you? Negative, upset, whatever. Blame everything but like just everything around you or, you know what, let me change what I just did to make it a better scenario too. And this happened to me recently. In fact, this happened at the end of the school year last year. So this is a little home. It's me in the heart. But I'm hoping the story is a scenario we have all faced. It was the end of the year. And we all have end of the year reviews in education we do in teaching. Yes, teaching has gone corporate. Yes, we review our stock portfolios. We discuss our highs and lows. And by that, I mean our students. <laughs> we discuss how high or low our students were, how the growth, all that stuff. So I walk in with positive vibes, super excited. Summer's coming. My my kids, despite all obstacles, you know, they make, they progress. And even in the face of pandemic with my boss only to say to me, yeah, your kids didn't do so well. What are you going to do about it? And I, I just had to completely change my voice for that. Yeah. There was a lot more said, but for brevity's sake, I'll leave it there. And I'm going to lie. I was shocked, a little thrown back. But I want you to stop and think for a second. How would you have responded to that? Would you get upset, admit defeat, and blame the circumstances surrounding the scenario? Or would you take a deep breath, breath, accept the circumstances as a time to self-reflect and grow? Which would you do? Would you self-reflect and grow? Or would you just blame and not attempt to make the scenario better? I can tell you I did a lot of the blaming and the cursing and a bit of crying and even consider switching my career for all about three days or more than that. I'm just, you know, for brevity's sake. <laughs> but I wish I responded with the latter. I wish I would have done so not to appease my boss or to prove them wrong. I'm done doing that. I'm not trying to do nothing for nobody. For me, I'm doing it for me. But to make myself a better person and a better educator. In both scenarios... I hope that it was clear to see that outwardly, I don't want to say positive because we all know how I feel about that word, but um, versus the negative response. And no, this is not a podcast to preach positivity because I do not want to say, I mean, excuse me, I do want to say that I do not subscribe to the school of thought of simply being positive. But I do think there is something to this mindset business in that our mind shapes the way we respond to scenarios. It allows us to take the next step and 
to begin to work towards achieving a goal, completing a task, and how we respond to the world and those around us. If you want a better outcome, perhaps the way you approach a situation, the way you tackle it will give you a different outcome. What I want from this podcast is for you to take a step away and think, okay, okay, how can I be more of the growth mindset then, right? Because like I said, we ebb and flow between the two. Or how can I be more of the developmental way? How can I look towards to make myself develop myself more so that I can move towards going beyond an obstacle, not making the obstacle get in my way? I want you to look at something rather than the fixed mindset that is, well, fixed and does not allow for self-improvement to a developmental mindset. And yes, to develop a growth mindset, it takes work. Trust, hunty. I am still in these streets trying every day. But the fact that I'm trying is in and of itself a growth mindset because I'm not going to admit defeat. All good things require work, but start small and then work towards implementing every day. Now, my tips are not a how-to guide. I'm not doing that. However, there are ways in which you can begin to develop a growth mindset. So I will provide them as tips alongside some scenarios. If you'd like to receive some additional guidance, you can also email or DM me online. I'll, I will be more than happy to provide as much as I can. Trust. Email me. DM me. Anyone who's in my DMs knows that I get back to you at least within 24 hours. First tip, which I've sort of mentioned already, is know that this mindset is something you must be self-reflective. So tip one is being self-reflective. And to do this, you have to self-reflect. Look back. Does that mean you have to have a journal and you're jotting things down? Maybe if that works for you, but it doesn't have to necessarily. Sitting and thinking about the day's events, thinking of what occurred, right? Let's say you're having a bad day. Rather than thinking, oh my God, this day was horrible. Go through the day's events and think to yourself, why was this a tough day? Who or what contributed to it? Then think, how could I have altered those circumstances? Being transparent again. I am like a wax piece of paper. No, 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 no. What is it called? Cellophane. (laughs) I'm like cellophane. (laughs) Being totally transparent again. I have been having trouble sleeping. I'm up at night and my mind is constantly working, like constantly. I think about all the day's events. Stuff that's not even important. The day to come and everything in between. Yes, I have anxiety and it has been contributing to it. But I also know I can reframe it. And rather than just say, I'm just anxious, I can't get over. I'm just anxious. That's why I can't sleep. So I've instead been trying to do things to help improve my sleep. Emphasis on trying to improve. I reviewed the events leading up to my sleep. What am I possibly doing that is affecting my sleep? 
Now, there are some, like, emotional things and other things attached to that, but I'll leave that with my therapist for right now. But there are things that I do leading up to my sleep that truly, like, I've noticed a difference already. I talk to my therapist, and we develop a game plan. Nothing simulating before bed. A light read, maybe I journal a little bit, a warm shower, and no blue light prior to going to bed. No TikTok, no Instagram, no Facebook, no ch- no checking the DMs, right? <laughs> Without becoming too ritualistic about it, right? Because I also don't want to attach a ritual to it. Because you know how it is. Sometimes, like, if you don't, if one thing is off from your ritual, like, you can't get through to the next thing because you're so focused on, hyper-focused on, oh, my God, I didn't do that one thing, so that's why I can't do X, Y, Z. So without too real, being ritualistic about it, I can report that, yes, making these changes have helped me fall asleep and have less disturbances because I also would, you know, wake up suddenly in the middle of a deep sleep. So that has also been curbed. Is it perfect? No. I'm going to be honest. It's not perfect, but I'm working on it. And I, every day I get a little more sleep and a little better at it every day. Right. But I was self-reflective and I thought something's up. And my mo- my lack of sleep was affecting my mood. And, you know, we can't have that. No, no, no. So be self-reflective. Step one or um, tip one. Second tip. Use the moments of failure as a way to grow. I know. I know. I know. I just vomited a little bit in my mouth, but hear me out. I'm sure you've heard this before Uh, on some self-help poster somewhere. No one likes to fail. No one likes it when they are, they do something wrong or someone points out something you are doing wrong. Let's be honest. There are plenty of low key Karens. And Kevin's out there. You don't know who you are, girl. Or maybe you don't. I don't know. And they're ready to point that finger. Ready to tell you when you're doing something wrong, girl. Knowing that, let's be self-reflective. Your boss gives you a response you did not want to hear. He or she or they, them, criticize your performance. Yep, I'm guilty as charged, okay? When it, when it was based totally, was it, was it totally based on sound judgment? Their, their judgment call? Nope. But I had to take a step back. Students weren't progressing as much as they wanted. I altered my strategies. I reviewed the data. I continued to be consistent with my teaching practices. And I brought evidence to support my efforts and the students' efforts within the classroom. You may not be an educator, right? Maybe speaking to a select few of you who are, but you may have experienced criticism at home and at work. And those criticisms can be an area of work. And I feel like we can tell the difference between a criticism that's meant or not. Maybe you have to really think about the criticisms that you're receiving, And which ones you're willing to work on. And you know what? That's hard in and of itself. Because how do you look at a criticism and know that it's coming from a good place? Perhaps it depends on the person giving it to you. Maybe it's the bond that you've formed with that person. And that should be a good indicator as to if it was coming from a good place. 
Right. So if you know that it's a person that's it's coming from a good place and they may have said something to you that you didn't like about your performance or something in the, of that nature, then perhaps maybe just be a little self-reflective instead of just like being upset and like jumping it down their throat or taking it personally. Cause trust, I have done that. Try just take a step back. Step one, be self-reflective. Step two, look at the, look at the criticisms. Like, damn, you know what? They're right. Like, yeah, I could be doing it like this. You know what? Let me try. Let me see if it works. And if it doesn't work, I'll try a different way. Maybe it'll alter it and make the circumstances better. And again, I, you're, so you know your scenario. You know what that scenario was. One last tip. Remember I said I was going to make this short and sweet, baby. Hunty, let's go. Step number three. Tip number three. <laughs> Give yourself time because we have had life experiences that have shifted our perception on life. We are all already wired to think and respond to situations in different ways. Know that we have to think about how our mindset can shift in order to allow us to reach a goal. Thinking and acting in a way that views our obstacles as something to get past. That takes time. Jesus, that takes time. Look, I'm no mindset coach, nor do I claim to be one. But what I can tell you is that I am a human with human experiences. And every day I'm trying to get better and become a better person. And that's the only reason why I'm sharing this. Because I feel like it has made a difference to shift my mindset on things in my life and try to work towards them get better at things maybe because it's the way I'm approaching things and altering the way I do things in order to achieve something will you fail probably oh she said it y'all I'm just being real however you know we're all human we all set goals to achieve and we can miss the mark we can fail but knowing that allows us to give ourselves some grace. So if we do commit an error, we can say, all right, I messed up. That's it. And leave it at that. That mess up, however, does not define my success in that area. It's just a mess up. Be self-reflective. How did you mess up? Why did you mess up? What could you have done differently? How could you approach it next time? Is there anything you could do about it right now? I bet you there is. It doesn't mean you cannot start again. Give yourself the time to grieve. <laughs> Sometimes we need to grieve. Give, allow yourself to be upset if you need to be. Remember tomorrow's another day and you could tackle it with a better mindset the next time. And that moment does not define you. No moment in your life defines you, unless you allow it to. Moments could be good. Moments could be bad. But the way you approach the moment is what will define you and your future success. That's it for today. Told you short and sweet, baby. Ooh, we. Nothing else. That and um, thank you so much for listening, familia. I hope that was helpful. I hope that you were able to 
take something away from this episode. Remember, if you need any further assistance or if you want to go through something together, I'm always online looking at my DMs, looking at my comments. Reach out to me if you have anything, if you'd like me to talk about a different topic maybe. Or maybe if you'd like to me for me to do a check-in in a few months. Or maybe you want me to put your scenario on air. <laughs> we could do that, right? Thank you again for listening, for subscribing. If you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button. Follow us on all social media platforms. Well, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at H-E-Triple-Y-T-I-T-I. That's Hey Titi and at H-E-Triple-Y underscore T-I-T-I on the TikTok and on my personals, which I do not post a lot on, but you get occasional good golden nugget. And it's also another way to reach out to me. It's at Hey H-E-Triple-Y-T-I-T-I-J-E-S-S-Y. And that's right. That's me. You're, no, you're number one right here. Gracias, familias. Familias. Gracias, familia. Nos vemos. Adiós. Bye.